Welcome to the first ever community update of the Blood God. It's so good to see you. Great to see you, Valexia and Matcom and beware the slimes and all. We got a really good crowd here today, Nadia. Yeah, we got uh, quite a bit of people. Thank you for joining us on this uh, <laughs> Thursday. This Thursday evening. Uh, yeah, we were kind of figuring out the tech side, but I think we are all set. But anyway, we are just going to talk a little bit about how things are going and take some questions from you and interact with the audience. Um, but first thing is first, uh, thank you so much for supporting the Patreon. It's been an amazing first couple of weeks, hasn't it, Nadia? It has. I'm extremely impressed and humbled by how many pledges we've received in, the, in this very short time. And mm -hmm. I am looking forward to sending Cat to Catboy Hell. Catboy Hell, oh my god, for Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, it's getting closer, Cat. You better uh, start clearing your schedule. Zesby says, this is the quality content I crave from the Blood God. <laughs> Indeed. So some things that have been happening in Acts of the Blood God. I mean, we are continuing with pace with television of the Blood God. Uh, we just finished episode five earlier this week. I think that series has been going really well. I think that we kind of found our feet with it. Yeah, I've actually received some compliments on it, and uh, I'm glad that you have all been liking it. And thank you very much. We look forward to what comes next for Television of the Blood Gun. Indeed. And by the way, if you want to send us a question that we'll be re reading on the actual channel, uh, you can drop something over on general chat while we continue talking. In the meantime, uh, also, we are in the middle of our Pantheon of the Blood God playthrough Right. Uh, the game that we ended up picking, at, which was I was kind of not expecting, was Lufia 2. Yes, I thought for sure that The Witcher 2 was going to win, but that didn't even come close. It was between, what was it, Lufia 2 and... Was it Grandia 2? Between Lufia 2 and Grandia 2, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, so I am playing through Lufia 2 for the first time, and I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, I was kind of not sure what to expect. It's a little bit, so the story is very thin, but the actual mm -hmm. puzzles are really enjoyable. The puzzles are enjoyable, and one thing I really appreciate is how quickly that game moves. It does really move a lot. It does move pretty fast, doesn't it? It does. Um, I've had to grind a couple of times, but that's been like 10 minutes because the menus go by fast, the action goes by fast. It's not the fanciest looking game in the world, and this came out mm -hmm. around the time that you were looking at Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger, but it doesn't matter to me. It's uh, it's just a good game gameplay-wise, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, Beware the Slimes wants to know, what kind of guidelines are there for Television of the Blood God? Does it have to be explicitly connected to an RPG or can it be more tangential? I think that we mostly want to stick to RPG-related media. Like, we can kind of go a little further afield. I don't think we're, like, extremely strict, but... For the most part, whatever show that we're going to do is probably going to be RPG-related in some way. Yeah, I think we do have some more RPG media to work through before we can even think about, well, let's diverge a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. I really wouldn't mind doing, like, Castlevania, but I don't think that's really on the immediate menu. Uh, Flexia wants to know, did you guys expect the Discord to take off like it has? No, absolutely not. I thought there'd be, like, ten people here. <laughs> 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 and you'd all talk like once a day. Everyone would say hi once a day and that would be it. I thought that we would have a nice little community and that it would be very chill and everything. But it very quickly got very busy. It did. It's still quite chill and everyone's very nice. And I'm praying it stays that way because I I like the way things are. Mm -hmm. I like that everybody's really positive and that 
we've had to do basically no heavy like moderating. It's never been uncomfortable or anything like that. Yeah. Um, if any of you ever want to reach out to me, though, feel free. Uh, I can't really I don't know if I'm really any good for casual chat. But if you have a concern mm-hmm. or a question, by all means, just uh, ping me. No problem at all. Yeah. Yeah, our DMs are open. Nadia and I have been pretty active in the Discord for the most part. I know that I'm checking it all the time to the point that it's like practically uh, impacting my productivity. Cat. I usually I'm usually around in the EST evening and night. As people observed yesterday, I'm kind of a night hawk. <laughs> yeah, you really are, aren't you, Nadia? Like you are up until like four in the morning, like EST. It's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, are you looking at my stuff and I'm shit posting at like 4 a.m.? That yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty much me. Um, I just am feel awake at night. Always have. I think one of my favorite things that we've been doing has been the Pantheon Game Club, which uh, has been a really great way to just engage with the RPG and have just a fun conversation around it. it feels very true to the blood god and very strong community oriented engagement. Oh my god, I'm using buzzwords, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> engagement, SEO, et cetera. Business, business, words, All words. of the engagement. Ooh. No, it's good engagement. It's a, it, it's very laid back engagement. Engagement is good as long as it's not attached to a whole bunch of marketing buzzwords. Uh, Lakupo says, I think voice channels don't have the same user count limits as video channels, though it is nice um. to see you too. Uh, I mean, we I suppose that we could try and go off video and see if more people can pop in. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll leave it up to you though. And uh, hi, Lakupo. Nice to see you or hear from you. Uh, Ruka asks, if I may ask, while planning the Patreon, what level of support would you have considered success? I totally understand if you didn't want to share numbers, though. Uh, that's fair. Um, I think that I was hoping that we'd hit 4,000. And then I'd be like, okay, that's the baseline for making it kind of worth it. Because actually creating the podcast takes a lot of time and energy, as it were. It does. Uh, Kat, frankly, does most of the heavy lifting amongst us. But it's still a lot of time and energy for both of us. And there's a there's a considerable monetary investment too. You've got to have like certain programs. You got to have uh, a decent computer so you can edit those programs. So yeah, uh, I think I'm glad that we hit four thousand so quickly. And you know the growth has been uh, a little bit slower, but definitely steady since. I think I calculated that an individual episode of television television of the Blood God takes about ten hours to actually create because you have to watch the episode, you have to get all the clips from it. You have to like do a lot of research um, and just like really delve into the episode. Then you have to record the dang thing. Then you got to edit it and then you have to get it live. So from start to finish, it's like 10 hours. And so if you think about it, it's like 80, 80 to 100 hours worth of work just to get television of the blood guy going. So it's so not an insignificant yeah. amount of time. No. And even for me, I'm still learning how to edit. I edit the weekly podcast uh, episodes now. And I'm getting quicker, but it's still it's still quite an endeavor for me. Alucio says the first message on this channel was FF8 is the best, and no one's died yet, so that says something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people here pay any attention whatsoever to wrestling, but there was a a whole war going on with people holding up signs in the audience saying FF8 is the best, FF8 sucks, and it was going back and forth for months. And I don't know. I guess they're not doing that anymore because of the pandemic, unfortunately. But It'd be great if someone in the WWE digitized audience just kind of put like the sign up to their camera saying FF8 sucks or is great or whatever. This question to you, Nadia, and I'll pose this to the audience as well. What are you playing right now? Right now, um, I actually just got my review code for a certain game. It's uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, allowed to say which one it is, but I'll be reviewing that for an outlet. So I'll be playing that 
I am oh. also playing uh, Tales of Hesperia. I bought that on sale at uh, during the eShop uh, uh, sale. So there you go, Blood God fans. I am finally playing Tales of game, and I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. It's Tales a, of Hesperia, nice. Yeah. It's a, a really fun sort of, a, a little bit more of a B-tier RPG to me, but um, the characters, especially the main character, Yuri, is a lot of fun. There's a dog that smokes a pipe. His name is Rapide. He's very cute. So uh, I'm actually was not sure about the battle system at first, but since looking up some tutorials and getting the rhythm down, I've started to enjoy it a lot more. So I'm really kind of chugging away at that, and I'm enjoying myself. I've been playing an indie RPG. Ooh. It's called um, Omori. And oh, yeah, it's, yeah. I streamed it that one time. Um, it's kind of like Earthbound, but very depressing. I can't remember who was talking. Wasn't someone talking about that on Blood God? Or maybe it was Reptronauts. It was one of the podcasts I was on recently. And they mm-hmm. were saying how great it is. And yes, it's really much pretty. Earthbound, depressing Earthbound. Yeah, it the art style has this kind of uh, pastel look to it, like hand drawn. It's really neat, actually. Like uh, almost like colored pencils with the actual shading. Yeah. It I really looks like really that. interesting. It kind of starts in in media res. So initially, you're like kind of in this depressing world, right? And then you go into this fantasy world that's like hyper hyper uh, hyperwave. Is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> um, you go into this hyperwave world. Uh, that's very neon, like pastel, that kind of thing. And you're fighting various creatures that look like from Saturday morning cartoon shows. And everybody has very whimsical abilities, like childhood, childlike abilities, like throwing a basketball. Except for the main character who has a knife and it's just a stab. That sounds very Undertale-ish. Yeah, it's it's very dark. And then you go into the real world. And I'm not going to spoil like what follows after that. But it's... Um, it's really well made, great music, and I think it's relatively inexpensive over on Steam right now, so I think it's worth checking out. Yeah, I've been thinking ever since I heard about it. It was the In From Japan podcast. That was what I was on. It was quite recent. Go back and look it up if you like. But yeah, I've been meaning to give that a try. But of course, I'm kind of busy with Luthia too right now, so maybe after that. Somebody was, I, I asked the audience, like, what are y'all playing? And would you be sh- surprised to know, Nadia, that they're all playing? pretty much playing jrpgs for the most part a lot of tokyo mirage sessions persona 5 uh, persona per, persona 5 royal that kind of thing i am sh- i am beyond shocked cat are you shocked i'm shocked i'm i am like on the floor shocked right now trails of cold steel there's a bat and kaito's origins in there oh hey way to go <laughs> congratulations uh, Morris underscore D says that they're picking up achievements in Cyberpunk 2077 and getting, continuing the soul to saga leg of a longer trip in Elite Dangerous. So we do have a PC gamer in here. Gasp. No, just kidding. That's cool. I'm glad that <laughs> there are people out there who are enjoying Cyberpunk besides all the bad press and all the, the problems it has. There's still, from what I hear, a kernel of a good game there that is mm-hmm. worth playing if you're on the PC. I feel like in every episode, Nadia, we talk about like, well, there's more cyberpunk, bad cyberpunk not news. Like we did that in this week's episode, actually. Yeah. Well, was it last week that we um, we had a nice reprieve where Sakurai talked about how much he enjoyed cyberpunk despite its mm-hmm. problems? And I thought that was a nice little aside, especially for the developers who probably work their ass off on this game just to hear people hear how much it sucks. So I'm glad they had that at least. Yeah, I am glad as well. But 
I, I think that I still think that they'll turn it around, but it's just going to take a lot of work. It, it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of work. So uh, best of luck, CD Projekt Red. I am hoping that you do turn it around. It's the management that's the problem. It's not the guys on the ground. Vix Boss says, also playing Persona Q2 and 3DS, which is just incredible. I never got into Etrian Odyssey's art style, but having a Persona veneer on it makes it infinitely more appealing. Yeah, Persona Q is definitely a little less of a hardcore Etrian Odyssey with a really kicking soundtrack. Not to say Etrian Odyssey's soundtrack isn't incredible, but Persona Q2, from what I played of it, I didn't finish it, but I really did enjoy it. If Vic Boss, I, I, maybe it was Vic Boss, somebody was recommending that I check out Persona Q2 just recently. I think we were talking about Persona Q2 quite recently, so that makes sense. And you haven't played it yet? I thought you had played it. I played Persona Q, not Persona Q2. Mm. Okay, I didn't play the first, but I played the second. Valexia wants to know, I have a random question. Best Chrono Trigger party? Oh, now that's interesting. Chrono Trigger is one of those games where I actually switch up my party a lot. But I think mm. my favorite was Chrono, Ayla, and Robo. Yeah, I was using Robo a lot. Um, I just, I really love how all of the characters combine in different ways in that game. They do. Robo, as I recall, he was really handy because he was a good healer. And yes. he was slow, though. That was the only problem. But Ayla and Chrono had Falcon Hit, which can mm. kind of obliterate everything. So it was extremely handy. I remember having a, I remember feeling like Megas was pop powerful, but having a hard time integrating them into the party. Yes. There were certain rocks he could use as items to give him like a double tech, triple, triple tech, and have him integrate into the party. But yeah, other than as a standalone magic user, I don't really recall using him too much. He looks cool, so I like to use him yes. anyway. But By the time you get Magus, I feel like you kind of have everything set. Like you have your process set with that game. Yeah, because he comes pretty late in the party. I are, so I asked you like what you're playing right now. Are there any upcoming RPGs that you're specifically looking forward to, Nadia? Uh, looking forward to Ease 9. Mm -hmm. uh, looking forward to the next expansion for Final Fantasy XIV, which is getting an announcement oh, yeah. on February. Very soon. Very soon, in February 5th, I think it is. I'm, I'm pretty hyped you, for that. And you think that they're going to the moon? I really hope they're going to the moon. The I moon. really think they are. Speaking of Final Fantasy XIV, I feel like next month I'm definitely going to be playing that game. I'll be here for you, Kat. Don't worry. I think that there was, there was some chatter about starting an FF14 uh, guild for Acts of the Blood God. That makes a lot of sense. I was going to say we should all kind of decide on a server and mm -hmm. uh, play together because it'll be a really big help to you when you have to do dungeons and stuff to just have someone you can always call on to help you out. I'm just going to have all y'all carrying me. Yeah, <laughs> everyone carrying cat on their shoulders. Maybe I can uh, get a bot going and just like have the have it play the game for me while I'm like away doing all the quests for me. They're pretty good about lassoing bots and kicking them off. Um, oh, that's too bad. Things do get through sometimes. I like could buy I... a character. That's not against the terms of service, right? Uh, technically, um. I find the mod team is pretty good at what they do because I started a new character and I noticed how many people name their characters bad words. But mm. you don't see that in the later parts of the game because people have been caught <laughs> and told to change <laughs> their names. So, uh, yeah, you can't name your characters like uh, CBT or anything like that. For Push says that SMT Nocturne and, MH and Monster Hunter Rise will be their two big time sinks this year. And I agree. I'm really looking forward to Monster Hunter Rise. I am looking forward to Monster Hunter Stories, too. But you should play Monster Hunter Rise, Nadia. It's good. 
It'll be good. I probably will. Um, I actually wanted to get more into Monster Hunter World, but the fact that it was on PlayStation 4 instead of the Switch was a bit of a hindrance. Mm-hmm. So I think that Rise looks good. It's actually made for the Switch, so it won't be kind of squished down the way The Witcher was. I'm, uh, And it has a dog, so <laughs> heck. Palicos are cute, though. I might stick with the Palico. Oh, Chapter Black wants to know Persona 5 Strikers. Yeah, I'm definitely looking for that, forward to that one. I know that review codes are out for a lot of people, so and apparently it's good. Like uh, A lot of people were putting up very positive previews. I actually really liked Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, and I was thinking, mm-hmm. I was on the fence, do I want Persona Strikers or not? But then I saw the trailer, and I was playing Rivers in the Desert, Life Will Change, while they were beating the crap out of enemies, and I'm like, well, I'm sold, what can I do? Yeah, I don't normally like Musou games, but I I don't know. This it might be stylish enough, just stylish enough and just interesting enough that I want to play it. The only problem is I didn't finish Persona 5, so I'm like worried about spoilers as well. I'm not sure where this fits in the story. It seems like it's a pseudo sequel or something. I didn't finish R, and I tried to I've been like kind of picking at it. But I'm stuck mm-hmm. in the frickin' Hamburger Factory. I don't even know if you've gone <laughs> to the stupid Hamburger Factory. It's the worst dungeon in the game by far. And okay. I can't really remember how to get out of it, so I just got frustrated. Uh, for Push wants to know, on the subject of PS Persona Strikers, what RPG series would you make a Musou if given the chance? So I feel like a lot of um, a lot of them have already been made into Musos, Nadia. Like Dragon Quest has been made into a Musou series. Uh, Persona now... Uh, so there are not a lot of frontiers. I suppose Final Fantasy is one. Final Fantasy is a good answer. Fire Emblem was an okay one. I never even played that one. Eh, you didn't miss much. The thing with me and Musos, and the thing I'm worried about with Strikers, is that I'll play it, and I'll be like, why aren't I playing the actual game itself? And that didn't happen to me so much with uh, Age of Calamity, because I feel like Zelda... Zelda's uh, mechanics and Musou mechanics really do work like going from one to the other doesn't feel like much of a change but when I went from like I was playing the Dragon Quest Musou and I was like uh, I kind of want to play an actual Dragon Quest game with uh, with menus I feel kind of weird doing this but I did actually go back and play Dragon Quest Builders after that and I felt a lot better. Vic Boss points out that Strikers is a direct sequel to Persona 5 not Royal and that we should take that as um. we will. Okay, so I finished. Uh, I, I have no problem. You have a problem, Cat, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been th- I, I keep saying this all the time, but I keep meaning to pick up Persona 5 Royal and, like, actually play through it. Like, I'm really hungering to just, like, sit down and play through an RPG. The problem is I'm also in the middle of Yakuza Like a Dragon, so I should really finish that before. Oh, God, like, my cascading backlog is once again getting to me. Yeah, um, my backlog is teetering and uh, threatening to overwhelm me, frankly. So let's talk a little bit about what we can look forward to over the next month. And this is kind of an opportunity for you all, dear listeners, to talk a little bit about what you would like to see from Acts of the Blood God in the channel. So a few things that we're going to do. Um, our next episode is going to have Bob and Henry on. And we were talking about the anime RPGs of the 90s, which is pretty fun. Stuff like Magic Knight Ray Earth and whatnot. And lots of memories about RPGs. We're going to have Austin Walker on the week after, so that's going to be a really fun uh, guest spot. We're going to talk. We're going to have very intellectual conversations about RPGs. I think. Yeah, of course. All intellectual only. Intellectual conversations. Uh, in general, I'm going to try and seek out more interviews, uh, especially with developers, but also with YouTube personalities who are pretty 
popular um, super Derek RPG is definitely somebody I would like to get on the show, for example. People who really know their stuff. Mm -hmm. I actually tried to flag Kenny Omega on Twitter, and then I got a good response, but I don't know if he's going to see it. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty tough to get... It's pretty tough to get uh, Kenny. O- I think that we talked to a, div- a wrestler actually at PAX East, if I recall correctly. I don't remember Austin who Creed. it was. Yeah. Um, Is Austin that Creed. who we talked to? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he said like, he can't. We actually he ran into him at a party and we we're like, hey, come on the show. And he's like, talk to my agent. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't very uh, forthcoming. Uh, I, I did take a drunk selfie with him, though. So mission accomplished. For Push says, I'd love to see an RPG music focused episode. Also glad to hear of guests like Bob and Henry. I mean, we've been kind of doing that with the track of the week. Right. Um, An entire episode dedicated to music, though, might be interesting, like the evolution of RPG Hmm. music, Uh, especially if you... It might be fun to have somebody like Insane in the Rain on uh, to be able to just talk through. Uh, I mean, if you're not familiar with Insane in the Rain, they're a channel that does really phenomenal arrangements of various RPG music in a lot of Pokemon, but other songs as well. And it, like, I'm a big fan of the work, so I just kind of want to get them on there to talk about RPG music. Yeah, um, something like that would be good. Looking at how certain artists have evolved, like, it'd be fun to look at how Yometsu's style has evolved over the time. There could be, there's definitely potential in RPG music-focused episodes. Somebody was saying it might be a good way to push the playlist, too, and I agree. The only thing is... I spent a whole bunch of time scouring Spotify and outside of Square, Falcom, and maybe a couple others, it's actually surprisingly hard to find good RPG music on Spotify. I think Japan is only just finally starting to really get the hang of putting game music on uh, Spotify. I think recently there was um, Etrian Odyssey put all their music on there. And, of course, Etrian Odyssey has a fantastic soundtrack, like I said, so that's worth pursuing. Uh, Chapter Black says, Will SMT dominate the episode, too? Though I can't get into classical orchestra pieces nearly as much. Uh, I think that we could probably figure out different things. Did Blood God take you out to lunch for your first day? You know, Blood God is a very harsh but very fair boss. Um, A little aloof, but it's okay. It's easy for me. Blood God is very accepting. I grew up with the Old Testament, God being Jewish, so anything is anything is more benevolent than that. One more thing that I wanted to do is, like, with the pantheon of the Blood God, well, first of all, a couple things. One is, I really like the game club, but one thing that I'm kind of, kind of rounding to, originally when I came up with the idea of the pantheon of the Blood God, is like, we're going to take the game and we're going to talk about it, and then we'll add it. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to make it more of an open question, Nadia. Like, we should discuss it break it all down, go through the history and everything, but then decide, does this game deserve to be in the Pantheon, if you right. see what I'm saying? So, and then we can add it or not. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. Does it deserve it or not? Does it deserve, does it deserve to be uh, in the actual Pantheon? And I think that you all, um, everybody who's in the kind of the $10 level and everything and who are participating in the game club can help us decide that as well, I think. Yeah, we look forward to your participation. That is about it. If you have any final questions, we're happy to take them. But in the meantime, this has been an amazingly fun uh, few week, first few weeks for Acts of the Blood God. Uh, we just love seeing the community being as lively as it is, and we're really looking forward to uh, growing it.
Absolutely. Thank you so, so very much for your support, especially in these hard times. Mm. Uh, we're, we're really thankful that we could entertain you and that you are willing to pay us to entertain you. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to be able to reach us, um, I'm at cat at bloodgodpod.com. Nadia's at Nadia, Nadia at bloodgodpod.com. Man, that's a little bit of a mouthful. You can follow mm. us on all of the social media channels. It's bloodgodpod. You can DM us on the Discord. We're like kind of right here. Toss a coin to your blood god host. Yes, thank you very much, Ruka. And uh, the Acts of the Blood God po- uh, podcast does, in fact, live on Duckmeat. Next week, or next month, we'll be doing this again next month, and we'll make it a regular thing. And I think maybe next time we'll do a Twitch stream. But until yeah, then, yeah. Um, thanks, everybody. Glad to have you. Thanks for being on the Discord, and we'll see you on uh, on the show and on the Discord. <laughs>